Hey everyone, uh, thanks again for tuning in to this fifth episode of Left Brain Podcast. Uh, this is uh, the second part of the conversation with my friends Philip and Jai. Uh, we talk about our most memorable camp moments. Um, just to go on theme um, with the environment we're at at the time. Because this takes place during Labor Day weekend at the Labor Day camp, the church camp. And so we try to discuss in detail our, our moments that, that stuck out for us. And if, if it seems like there's, a, there's moments of dead air, it was because names were mentioned and I wanted to protect those people. Um, not in a sense, not... Um, nothing negative, anything is because I didn't, I didn't ask permission for, uh, for, um, for these people to be mentioned. And so, and I respect, I respect privacy and I value privacy. So, um, that's why there's moments of that air. And when I listen this back, listen to this conversation back with the, with the, with the, uh, the dead air into it. To edit out the names, it did seem like it was uh, out of place in the conversation, but it was needed. I thought it was needed and necessary. So, but with that being said, um, thank you again for joining me or or tuning in. I mean to say uh, to this episode, and hope you enjoy. Thank you. Um, if y'all don't mind, I'll touch on another subject. Um, Shoot. Okay. So. Um, um, it don't matter. That's why. It's, it's cool. It's all done. So, um. It's like a, an old engine. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, and in regards um, to our camp experiences, um, um, I wonder if it'd be okay to get this on the on, on audio, because um, me and Philip is kind of going back and forth with this, just kind of reminiscing just about this time period. About our infamous um, <laughs> food run. <laughs> Let me, if I can try to paint the picture, um, this is earlier in a uh, camp going experience for LBY. This is at a small town in Oklahoma called Tallahena. Um, we haven't been back since. Uh, reason being is because um, I think that they failed to neglect, neglect our, uh, our or mentioned that there was a um, a small prison nearby, and yeah, the prison. Yeah, and so and then was it a prison or was it like a mental institution? I don't know. It was a prison. I think it was a prison. Okay. And so that was near the within that city, and I guess like a, was it in like a abandoned prison or something? Like it was I'm not like, sure. All I know yeah. that there was a prison prison there. Like, I remember that. I forgot about the prison, man. Yeah, and so um, we haven't been back since uh, because I think it was just safety issues and. Um, the potential, the potential of a, uh, of a, uh, uh, public endangerment, pretty much, and so um, but yeah, um, the way it was set up, it, uh, I don't know if I can uh, map this out to where I can accurately describe it, but I'll, I'll describe this detail. What is the guy's cabin? Um, uh, if you can imagine, it was kind of like sectioned off, to kind of like a Dakota sec, like in a sense. More just there's three cabins, but they're just like one in front of you and two on the side, 
And then towards the right side, there was a swimming pool. And I, I'm not sure why it was designed like that to where <laughs> the swimming pool was more more towards the on the guy's cabin's uh, area. Um, but yeah, um, myself and my youth group and um, and along with uh, Philip and his youth group, uh, we're kind of, I think we're next door or at least within... Um, um, within the uh, uh, close proximity with, with each other, I think one night we decided to take um, uh, take a couple guys, a um, couple guys from Fort Smith and a couple guys from Murfreesboro. We decided to do a food run late at night. I don't know how late it was, but that's pretty late. Yeah, and so it was a uh, late enough for Presley to call. And so. Um, Camper should have been knocked out by then. Yeah. Yeah, I think Philip mentioned that, hey man, I got I got keys to the van. We all can roll with me, man. And so it took so, about So one of the rules of the camp was uh you weren't supposed to leave, leave the premises property because it was a safety issue. Yeah. But um we were like, man, we're we're camped next to a prison, so I think leaving is probably the least of our concerns <laughs> that night. So yeah. And it was late at night, we didn't we haven't ate anything for hours. It was definitely after lights out. Yeah. And so, and then from what I remember, one of the, uh, the members of the Murfreesboro um, um, uh, members were, was with us. He was a bigger guy, heavier set guy. Not going to mention my name, but um, I just remember being around him, being around his presence. It was just, it was like overall fun. Like, dude, he just, he had me laughing every second, just talking about the most random things and I think Philip can describe more in detail of what his person personality was like. Give his name away. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if it makes y'all feel better, I didn't really hear the name either. Okay. I didn't want to repeat it yeah. thinking what I heard. <laughs> um Yeah, he was just a a funny guy, man. Yeah. Like um you know, he knew he was a little overweight and uh, he just kinda did let them he didn't let that, that wasn't like something that he was embarrassed about. You yeah. know? He was just like, you know, that's just me. And um, he had a great personality, great outlook on life. Um, and he's no longer in the United States. So if I tell you anything about who, who he is, um, you know, he, he, I'll tell you a little back story about him and his brother. They, they came to the United States later on in life. Um, so they knew what it was like to grow up in Laos. And um, so that was where really he's from. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna find. They gonna find you. You um, wanna give him the address of his phone number too? It's a big country, man. <laughs> you know, so Laos is a big country with five million people. Finally, finally, okay, I'm gonna give it to you. Laos is like finding like a, a brown needle in a haystack. <laughs> so I'll give you that. So he's safe. He's safe. <laughs> um. But he just had a uh, yeah man. They came um, I guess when they were a little older, so they they there was a bit of a culture clash adjustment oh, okay. when they came out of here and um, and uh, it's really funny because like he went from not really knowing about like Western culture in the U.S. to uh, become a, a, a pretty well adjusted pretty well adjusted thug so. <laughs> Just a thug. So at least yeah. it was a what you call fresh out the boat. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so, um, but 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 yeah, Lennon enjoyed his company. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, but he was the kind of the guy that 
you know you know how like when you when you make a decision about something uh-huh. you got that 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 got to sit in your right shoulder right yeah and it got to sit you on left shoulder oh yeah the good and bad yeah you know my left my left shoulder. <laughs> and i told you he was a bigger guy right so my my i leaned a certain way but he was in my head about hey man i'm hungry i'm hungry man and i think that night or even that weekend man it was a uh, the 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 meals were kind of not scarce probably yeah and that's why we were hungry yeah because first of all we ate dinner at five yeah and uh it was more like a snack mm-hmm. and then it's like seven hours later you know yeah. like it's like we're hungry and we had gone through the whole weekend the first night of that and then i think it was the second night where uh like i'm hungry <laughs> and i was like yeah i know you're hungry <laughs> and he goes no man like we need to get food everybody's hungry yeah. so that was kind of like his very very um manipulative way of 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 getting me to kind of like be like well you know we we need to make a food run so um we talked to the fort smith guys because um if you're gonna have a bad idea you gotta have other people agree with you you (laughs) get as many people in trouble with you as you can so um and at the time squat up at the time um murfsboro our our boys we were a little notorious for being kind of like the troublemakers and Mm. the rule breakers so we were like hey man let's get some of these fort smith boys come with us (laughs) So, um, and at the time too, I think it was a, a couple of summers in, um, and, and we had gotten to know each other pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of that was on the court, you know, cause we yeah. had this basketball tournament. Yeah. Y'all always, always whooped us, but we always respect, <laughs> we always respected y'all though. Yeah. We ain't um, trying to come at y'all aggressively like these other teams. Yeah. We actually appreciate you guys, um, because, uh, you guys played a clean game. Yeah. And a lot of people would play dirty to try to beat us. Yeah. And some of that too was like refing. Yeah. Was a little biased, but I'm not going to say who was ref- <laughs> refing. Um, but I can tell you that uh, they're not from Laos. <laughs> they live right here in Middle Tennessee. I'm not going to say where. <laughs> um, state capital. This word. <laughs> state capital. <laughs> um, but you know, um, yeah, we made that run. And uh, I think it was like a 30, 35, 40 minute drive. Yeah, I think it was to local 7 Eleven. 7 Eleven? Yeah. Which is crazy because um, I have never really seen a 7 Eleven ever. Yeah. Where y'all um, go? From Talena to where? I don't remember, but it was. it Was it was, was, a, was it a 20 minute drive? It was, it was a good minute. It was okay. a good drive. Yeah. Um, and we were in a van um, that I had the keys to. Yeah. And uh, we go to a 7 Eleven and we just loaded up on all kinds of food. And, yeah, it was like. Multiple chili cheese dogs and yeah, yeah we, we, basically nachos, whatever. We went through the Seven Eleven menu, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that was available at like twelve thirty one yeah. in the morning. Secret secret menu. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah, no. Um, there was nothing nutritious about that menu. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I remember we all got back, and um, it was one of those things where like it was just a small group of us eating. Yeah. And I guess when you when you're hungry, man, your senses are heightened. And yeah. More people started walking into the room. <laughs> What y'all doing? I was like, oh man, we eating chili dog. Where'd y'all get a chili dog? And then we tell them like, yeah, we got it at Seven Eleven. They're like, can I? Have? And we, and that was the thing I think about us. Yeah. Was um, you you know we didn't make that run for us. We made that run for everyone. Yeah, pretty much. And so as people kind of like started coming into the room, you know, we were just kind of like, man, pull up a chair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what's ours is yours. Yeah. And um, and that was one of the things that I don't think um at the time with with the 
crowd that was there and in the, and I'm not putting anybody down by means but um, I think that was one of the few moments where that group of Fort Smith kind of saw kind of like you know what we're we're actually um not 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 a terrible group yeah you know we're actually about taking care of people and helping others out yeah. but that's not something that we go around um advertising and, and yeah and and sharing and that's something we do kind of like you know within our own circles and things and um because a lot of times people will see you for what you are yeah or what they think of you yeah and they um they label you for what they think of you yeah instead of getting to know you and seeing you for what you really are mm. so um and I think that's probably one of the reasons why, um, you know, we're sitting here having this conversation right now, and, and why um, the 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 group from Fort Smith and and us we always got along. Yeah. So, I think along that line, I think that same year, yeah, I actually stopped into town and I hosted y'all for like a couple hours before you went back. So man, I think we yeah. had fun at the yeah. church or something. Like yeah, that. and yeah, I came over to my place, and then yeah, I wanted to load up on some things. There was a local uh, Dollar Journal. And it was either, um, should I, oh, I know your brother was there, um, along with your brother, maybe, uh, another person, mm -hmm. they all went to load up and just, yeah, then I let them use my car as well. So just mm -hmm. get on the necessity thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I always remember that trip. I guess we got to put more context into this as well, because earlier that day when we played y'all in the tournament, we lost to y'all, of course, but there was that one incident from a member of my team who was trying to die for a rebound. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, why, yeah, I let Philip tell you. <laughs> that's another reason why we left that. Well, I don't know if that's another reason why, but this is something that happened there. So the basketball court on one side of it had this, uh, this barricade. We don't know why it was built. Um, it was just there, and it was built with like two by fours yeah. and uh, um, that construction, that orange construction netting. Yeah, you know. And uh, I, my my guess is it was put there to catch loose basketballs. <laughs> so, um, so well, the players put it there themselves. Huh? I don't know. Who <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I don't know who the facility director was. I don't know who wrote the blueprints for this basketball yeah. court, but he decided let's put a barricade wall there. <laughs> And uh, we just remember, like, during the game, this certain individual, um, I'm not, we don't gonna say his name right, but was he Mo? No, no, he, he was Viet. <laughs> oh, he was Vietnamese. Viet. So he was Vietnamese, and, um, you know, uh, he went for a loose ball towards the barricade, and he was not looking, and he went right into that thing, and, uh, one of our friends, one of one of the people from our youth group was uh, recording the basketball game. Because, you know, man, it was in our heads like, yeah, man, we recorded games and we analyzed tape and we, you know. I was trying to do an A1 mixtape. Yeah, we, well, we actually. <laughs> hey, the A1 mixtape was really popping at that, that time. Here, here, here's the thing. We recorded our basketball games because we actually, when we got home, this is something that, that I'm going to share that I, I really never really talked about. The secret. We reported, recorded the basketball games. Because, you know, everybody's like recording games and there's yeah. important moments in, in the weekend. But we actually intentionally recorded the basketball games. And as a group, us guys, when we got back from the, the weekend, we would actually watch it like game film. You do a scouting report. And we, we, would, <laughs> we, would, we would say, next year this, next year that. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, if he comes next year, like, 
kill him. And so, <laughs> mind you, this is a church event. <laughs> And, and the prize is uh, nothing. Uh, so. uh, uh, a $20 trophy at best. Yeah. Um, so, so, we, so we caught that, um, the, the accident, I guess, the injury on, 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 on film. film. And it was bad, man. It was bad. Um, the guy hit the, the barricade and it, it kind of collapsed. And you, heard, you know what you hear. The thud sound was so sickening at that time. It sounded like his chest cavity just like um, exploded. Yeah. Dang. And his heart cried a little bit. Oh man. <laughs> and so um, he went down. We, you know, we all stopped the game. We helped him out. Um, he was he looked like he was in a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, there was like a two by four like mark across his chest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought it was in his chest for a second. There was a two by four in his heart. Yeah. Um, and I was like, dang, that's how you kill vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a vampire. <laughs> Vietnamese vampires are the worst, man. Because oh, uh, they uh, suck your blood and eat your fur. No, yeah. no, so, <laughs> what's that jumpy one? The jump? <laughs> the white face powder? Oh, you're talking about, oh yeah, yeah. You're talking about the, the, the Asian vampire. Yeah, that's what it is. Cause he's... With the long ponytail braids. Yeah, oh, with the hands. They got the little black hands. Like, like, oh, yeah. like oh, this, man. you know what I'm saying? Those are the old old school. Uh, yeah, yeah, that they scared everybody with. The old school type Time movies, yeah. But um yeah man we checked on him and he was fine um but after we 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 established that he was okay uh we still had his footage so that night we watched it a lot a lot over and oh, over and he was there in the room to witness it all yeah he didn't appreciate the first um probably like 14, 15 times <laughs> that we rewinded it yeah but then he kind of found humor in it and he laughed it off. And, uh, so he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. And also, one worth mentioning, he accepted Christ that weekend too. Oh, awesome! He did. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Hey, Christ really hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, so that that was another injury story, but that yeah. didn't happen to one of us. Yeah. But um, uh, that that was a yeah interesting interesting uh, uh I guess weekend. But but the food run was, was something that was very memorable. Yeah. Um, and and the fellowship, you know, it just kind of naturally comes out of of a weekend like that. So. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because any every time we we get together at camps, we're more than likely going to do a food run. Uh, we made one last night. Yeah, we did it last night. We, last <laughs> night. <laughs> we actually um, we're trying to find some crutches. <laughs> um, for our brother here, for Chai, uh, for Chai, because yeah, because when when Chai got hurt, man, they, they had his wheelchair. I'm gonna say the wheelchair is like eighty percent operational. Yeah, um, maybe less know, than that. Yeah, it, it, I, I, when I say eighty percent, I'm gonna say that uh, we had to use some uh, some P cord to tie certain parts of the wheelchair <laughs> to other parts of the wheelchair to make it functional for Chai. Yeah. And before and so, you used that, I was using tape. He used tape. Was <laughs> that loud ingenuity? And not even like the good tape. He used masking tape. <laughs> I just said, just so, give me something. Just yeah. give me something. So um, we actually went looking for some crutches, and uh, um, uh, it's 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 kind of interesting. We saw everything but crutches. In yeah, the, for real, so for real. In the uh, the pharmacy aisle, we saw like uh, what was it? Other A forearm canes. Which I call the Timothy Chain. Canes. Or Canes. Yeah. Timothy Canes from uh, a, from uh, South Park. Bath, bath chairs. Yeah. Like they used for, um, you know, 
I guess we, if you need assistance, we yeah. Can just, uh, you know what? Rollers, I'm walkers. I probably couldn't use the bad chair yesterday. We saw <laughs> we saw a better quality wheelchair than the the one you yeah, wore. Yeah, but it was like 175 dollars, <laughs> and I was like, he gave us 25. <laughs> 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 so, I was gonna say, you just want one, right? Layaway. <laughs> or layaway. That's true. So, um, but yeah, you know, he made it through the weekend with an 80 percent wheelchair. Um, <laughs> And so, but the uh, problem is, we're our hotel room's located upstairs. You we're on the second floor. Yeah. No elevator. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you, you know, literally crawling on the steps. No, he crawling like he was the girl from The Grudge. Yeah. So, or The Ring, whatever reference you get. Yeah. I so, it, was, uh, it, it made so much more more noise than the girl. And like, ah, ah, ah. My knees starting to hurt now. Yeah. Um. That was funny. Yeah. It was real funny to watch. I know, that's funny. <laughs> and so we just kind of talk about uh, memorable camp moments. Um, uh, Jai, do you have anything that comes to mind? You know what? Uh, you know what? You should go first. <laughs> well, ask, give me time to think. Uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of me, me and Philip just kind of uh, reminisce on the ones we had together. But I guess, I guess one for myself is, um, uh, dude, there was this one campsite in Arkansas called Cedar Glades. That we haven't been back to, ever. It was quote unquote nicknamed Fat Camp because of the the amount of food they oh. gave you was very scarce or very little at all. Oh, I remember Fat Camp. Yeah. Oh, also there were a couple of incidents that happened there. Um, one one of the girls' cabin caught on fire. Well, not on fire, but the the smoke the t- uh, smoke alarm came on because they had placed too many electronics on on a socket. Uh, uh, so cool. all these are. Um, girls, girls that do that. Yeah. Dryer, yeah, so they had to evacuate the building because they, they set off the alarm. Blow dryer, whatever it was. But yeah. I got um, one now. I got one. Yeah. Also, that was also um, the campsite that uh, two peop- a couple people got a uh, rattlesnake um, uh, bitten. Was it rattlesnake? Yeah, rattlesnake bitten. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, I remember that, cam- exact, uh, that particular campsite. Yeah, that happened. Um, I remember a friend of ours, um, he was on our basketball team. He's an older gentleman, but um, but he was able. Um, he played for a good part of the first part of the game, but then he rolled his ankle. He had a high ankle sprain, so they had to take him to a nearby hospital. Oh, well, yeah, you remember that, that year? Oh, it was a no, it was a fracture. It was a fracture. Oh, yeah, because uh, someone we're not going to mention tried to intervene and said, "Oh, I know what to do. I know what to do." Well, first Philip has all, a better recollection of this. First of all. Um, I'm gonna I'm tell you his name, cause I don't I don't care. Um, so let's just be a, a cautionary tale. So, <laughs> cause cause you know um, how many. Oh, so and, and, he, and his defense, I'm gonna say this: he was just trying to be helpful. Uh-huh. But at the time. I do not think he was first aid, first aid certified, and I noticed because I was first aid certified. <laughs> and when there is an incident like that, you don't just run up to someone and start giving them first aid. You ask certain questions you're supposed to ask, and you go through steps. Um, because the goal of, of, of offering first aid to someone that's in distress is to make them feel as comfortable as possible and to... Um, offer first aid to the best of your knowledge and ability mm-hmm. so immediately when this guy goes down you know 
uh, he assumes, and again, you know, this is he's just trying to be helpful. Um, that that the guy uh, caught a cramp in his his hamstring, <laughs> so he grabs the guy's ankle, and he's like, I got it, I got it, and he starts pushing on that on, on back on his leg to stretch his uh, hamstring um, and calf, allegedly uh, pulled hamstring, uh-huh. and not realizing that he is just. Turning, putting pressure on this guy's and when this happened, broken Andrew. ankle. And when this happened, I heard, I heard him in so much pain. I like he just made it so much worse. He, like he, he screamed in pain. He was a, so. So here's here's a little more detail, and I may be a terrible person for saying this, but um, this was an African American male, and, and <laughs> so he's, if he's black or not, and uh, it, it was so he, the guy was in so much pain. It it might it might it might in some courts fall as like a minor hate crime. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna put on that. So so I'm standing there, I'm trying to say, hey man, I don't think and then you know, of course when people feel like they're um helping in an emergency, you know, they don't wanna hear nothing but kind of like acting and, and you know, so basically this 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 gentleman could not stand on 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 his you know, stand up. And uh, it was pretty serious. And at the time, this gentleman was dating a very good friend of ours. Um, oh, maybe he wasn't dating. Maybe we don't know. We don't know. Uh, that time period, uh, I can't recall. I can't Wait, recall. Nah, I'm trying to think who this is now. I'll, t- well, I'll we'll, tell you we'll off. Tell you after the podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you off, off the record. Now. Off the record, I'll tell you. So, 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 um, well, well, whatever happened, whatever they were doing, whatever their status was. It kind of showed and was very, very clear when he got hurt. Because here's the thing about you, fellas and women. Uh, if you don't know if a girl likes you or not, you've been talking for a while, and y'all are just quote-unquote friends, mm-hmm. get yourself hurt and see how she responds. <laughs> because that will tell you if she likes you or not. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, this is my advice for you, that, that you're trying to fill out a girl, and you're at like a ch- church camp. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to figure out if a girl likes you or not, Get yourself get, hurt. Get yourself hurt. <laughs> see, see if she cares. See if she comes, and comes by your side. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Definitely no girls like me at camp. <laughs> the, the, the nurse came. Matter of fact, the people that asked me, the woman was like, should I go get the nurse? And I talked to her later. She said, um, I didn't really want to tell them. <laughs> so, so to finish the story, um, uh, he got his leg up. He, putting he, pressure on he, it. He's stretching his hamstring, even though uh, he he pretty much broke his ankle. Um, so you say it wasn't broken? It, it was until broken. it was broken. Okay, but he made it worse. The for the pain, yes, pain wise, pain wise. So so all that happens, right? And the leaders are standing around, and they're trying to decide whether or not to, t- to take this young man to the hospital. And oh, uh, a quick sidebar: Were you? Um... Were you officially uh, a, I'm gonna a part? I'm going to say I was uh, the activity coordinator. Yeah, okay. So, um, but I was also a participant. And so, um, and uh, so there was talk about what to do. We were playing, y'all. Yeah. Yes, okay, okay. It was Fort Smith against Murfreesboro in the talk, basketball game. Yeah, there was talk about what to do. And uh, no one seemed to really wanted to offer to um, take the next step of, of as far as assistance, caring yeah. for, for this man and, and what... Uh, medical attention, you know, to 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 go towards next, and so uh, we as a youth group 
decided ourselves that one of us was going to use our church man mm-hmm. and take this young man to the hospital because no one else seemed to have stepped up, which was kind of a little um, questionable at the time. Now that I think back, mm-hmm. and then you know, we're like I said, we're troublemakers, yeah, and we like to stir. I question it. At the time, like at the time, st- I was yeah, like, yeah. We, we like to stir and provoke, yeah. and so we were like, "Wow, like we're not gonna take this black camper to the hospital." Yeah, and so we took it upon ourselves. Ourselves, we didn't ask anybody's permission. Yeah. Um, we didn't tell, you know, we we didn't have a discussion about we should take him to the hospital, like the leader should go, whatever. We just at the time, the young man I think came as a friend. Yeah, of another. Um, but he was also uh, the deep um, asked to do uh, the devotional too. Yeah, so. Um, so so we we me, I remember it was me the young lady, um, who oh, hey fast forward this this these two people are married now yeah so that sounds about right okay. but um it was me the young lady and maybe the young lady's sister yeah yeah that ended up going and taking this young man to the hospital and we we went to the hospital um, he got the X rays done and he got a cast on that weekend. And uh, I just remember, like, by the time we got back, <laughs> my youth group, um, or the group that I was a part of, it wasn't my youth group, they were not happy. And I said, well, why the long faces? <laughs> and uh, the first thing they asked was, how's the guy doing? I said, he's doing good. Yeah. He's in a cast. It was a broken ankle. And they were like, so it wasn't a pulled hamstring? And <laughs> it was not. And I could have told y'all that. But again, you know, people act yeah. and thinking that, you know, they're helping them. And... Um, they said, oh, we, we lost the basketball tournament. And it was... Uh, Clearly not to us, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we lost that game. Um, we continued the game after the incident happened. Yeah. And um, I think that was our first loss in about maybe three or four um, um, Labor Days that we had attended. And I, so um, we had a good long talk about what that meant for us. And uh, I think in the end, we all agreed that Helping him was more important than mm-hmm. a basketball tournament, and no one's gonna hold a grudge about it. Yeah. So, um, but the thing did come up conversation was how it was handled by, uh, I, I guess, certain people there, and so um, that was another conversation to have too. And, and I think it's, we bring this up, I guess, is because, um, you know, part of the reason why we do these camps and come and attend is, is you know, there's, you. It's, it's a church camp, first of all. Um, I was gonna say, is, and, is it still a church camp? <laughs> well, well our, our hope is, is uh, for us personally, as a group, it was kind of like that one time every year that was traditional and um, always on the calendar for us as a group. No matter yeah. what we were doing through the year, we would always get together and go do this, mm-hmm. you know. Because mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in the year, we would have those that were always at church every Sunday, and we had those that were in and out. Yeah. And um, those that we didn't hear from for months on end, but everybody always showed up for Labor Day retreat. Yeah. And so, um, so, so that moment kind of opened us up to kind of like what being a true follower of Christ is like, um, and um, kind of like the reality of like how people can be. You know, I'm not saying like people are terrible, but I'm just saying like. Um, Sometimes their intentions are, um, yeah, yeah, you know, um, you always hear like no good deed goes unpunished, yeah, you know, um, but um, but I think too it showed our character, um, and again we 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 are the the black sheep of the camp, you know, <laughs> so to speak, um, but 
yeah um i don't know how we got off on that on that on that rabbit trail there um we went from talking to injuries to foot runs and yeah. and now we're talking about kind of like well this is like yeah i'll let you finish your thought because um <laughs> because um that was kind of a side sword that goes along with uh some of the memories i've had ah, nice. um yeah so to to finish off that 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 sidebar we lost that game i think murphy's eventually lost to uh iowa des moines was it iowa or dallas I, I think it was the des moines because the year after it was supposed to come back they didn't come back with the trophy and so oh yeah yeah also before we, yeah. we beat des moines yeah and uh they came back wanting to to beat us yeah yeah and we actually lost yeah and so um strange yeah it was and so also uh what i remember from that year as well is that um it was probably one of the last times we saw lucky hey this is a segment that i'm gonna put into the episode of i think it's episode three where um uh philip and jaya were were first um we're first on, I think, uh, and so, and I'm back with you again um, because I failed to mention, I failed to neglect that the fact that the anchor app that I'm recording this podcast on has only an hour threshold. So by the time we got to Jai's story about his, um, about his memorable moment of camp, the time had already expired or went over, and we need to get to catch his his take. So, so I'm here with Jai again. So thank you, Jai, for doing this for me again. Uh, doing take three, essentially. No problem. No problem. So, so let's get right into it. All Gre- right. Greetings to everyone. Yes. And so everyone who's listening, thank you, by the way, for for <laughs> listening. So Jai, what um, what's a memory that pops up for you in regards to to camp? Uh, you know, this church camp been doing it for about mm, I don't know, 2012, somewhere around there started, and uh. The most memorable one probably would be the one we did a few years back. Uh, it was hyped up to be it's gonna be the the best camp we ever went to, the best facility, the best everything, you know, um, places, facility, programs, food, and you know we hyped up, and it was in uh, like southeast of uh, southeast of Dallas. And the funniest thing, one when we got there, uh, when they told me south of Dallas. I was really trying to go through Dallas, even though GPS was telling me to take the back roads. <laughs> One, I remember that because <laughs> when we got to a, um, a toll and they told me, hey, this way is to get to Dallas. But the GPS told me to take another way. And I said, Psst, I'm going to listen to this lady because, you know, we're trying to go to Dallas and south of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I went around circle uh, after I passed. I paid the toll. I came back. And the GPS told me to go back around. And I was like, what is it talking about? So I went back around and saw the same lady, literally, in seconds. And I said, hey. <laughs> uh, can I interrupt? Yeah, yeah. Sidebar. Yeah. Do you recall your first camping trip with me? We went to Wichita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still do. You remember that way we went to Tulsa? And we just went through the that circles. loop? Yeah, yeah. Over we went through that for a good hour. Without um, realizing there was a turn we had to take. The funny story about that is constantly uh, construction in Tulsa, and the GPS kept rerouting us to different different routes, but wound up in the same, same spot, spot because that exit was blocked or something like yeah. that. Well, we, 
I was looking at the city. This is probably one of my few times that I've, uh, when we've first seen Tulsa. And I said, man, that's nice. I seen a park with a water fountain and everything. And, and then, you know, we went by, come back again. I said, they got two of these? And then I was like, man, that's a nice facility, all this stuff. And we came back another time. I said, they got three of these? And then I, I told Lyndon, I said, hey, uh, is it me or are they all starting to look the same? And he said, we've been going around in circles. I'm like, what? Oh, my goodness. You got me. Because <laughs> I was really thinking to myself, like, wow, they got a lot of these. You, but, and you would think after the, the second time, I wouldn't have noticed that we were going around circles. But no, yeah. I had faith in the GPS. Yeah. I'm like, dang it, this GPS. Yeah, because I told myself, I've seen these buildings before. <laughs> I've seen this box center several times now. What is going on? So we stopped, and every time we stopped and asked for direction, we would get on it. But the the um, detour would take us back into the city over and over again. And, you know, we got to mention this. We stopped in, like, ghetto neighborhoods. Yeah. Thinking to myself, we about to get robbed every time we stop. So finally, we stopped at this one McDonald's I remember last time and uh, went and asked some directions. And it said, OK, this is where you need to go, this and that. OK, so now as we're driving out, there was a sign to go left or right. Well, we didn't know. And Lennon was like, which one? Left, right, left, right. And I remember Lennon was like asking me, which one should I go? I was like, go right, go right. But here's the thing. I was pointing left. But I was saying right. I'm like, like Jai, you're, you're infuriating me. Like, I was already frustrated already by being lost and not being able to navigate through this. But you give me the wrong directions and trying to confuse me with your hand gestures of going left when you say right. I know. I was like, oh my God. He was shaking away like, oh, huh. which way? Which way? I said, go, go right, go right. And I was pointing left. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, okay, at least we made it out. Eventually we made it out. I oh thought it was gosh. pretty funny. And finally made it to camp. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was my first church camp experience. Yeah. Well, on the way to this one, we went to the toll. And as we go on to the loop, uh, we're supposed to take another um, another um, street or road out. Well, the GPS says, go back around. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go back with the GPS. Yeah. Came back and I was like, I think it's taking us back around. I saw the lady literally like... 15 seconds later, I said, hey, do I have to pay again? Because <laughs> I just saw you and my GPS took me back. I'm trying to get to Dallas again. It's like, yeah, you've got to turn off that road and go. And it'll take you to Dallas. I was like, okay, cool. Thank you so much. God bless. So I went around the curve again and took off that road. And now I'm looking at my GPS. I'm like, okay, the time is going up. Instead of, you know, instead of time winding down, time was going up. And I think maybe almost an hour into it, I said, you know what? I think I should do a U-turn. So I did. And about an, almost two hours later, I saw the lady again. I said, hey, hope you remember me. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I said, hey, I'm going to pay this time again. So I paid and we went to the back roads and we got there. And then come to find out it's southeast of Dallas, which made a big difference because when they told me south of Dallas, I was thinking we have to go through Dallas mm. to get to south of Dallas, you know, which would make sense, right? Mm. Well, I should have Googled it first before I left, but eh. anyway, so when we got there, you know, we hyped up and whatnot and thinking to ourselves, no, wait, wait, I take that back. That was another trip. That was another trip that uh, we got lost or not got lost, but we were still going to uh, to the Texas area for another camp. But the other one, I remember now, I was driving the van. I'm sorry. But anyway, we went to this place, uh, this camp in, um, I think it was like Aquila, Texas or something like that. Mm -hmm. And 
during this time, it was Hurricane Harvey. So a lot of the victims uh, from them came up to this camp and the camp hosted about I have the camp hosted them. Uh, I don't I forgot the exact number, but maybe a few hundred mm. of the victims. So and we get to do the other half. Anyways, when we got there, uh, just noticed that everything was off, you know, like uh, the one when we had lunch, when we got there after that morning, we had lunch. The food suck mm. and <laughs> saying it was going to be the best food. And then I went around trying to find the restroom mm. and <laughs> every restroom I saw, I said, how come there's no doors? This ain't high school. So and then I went to the cafeteria restroom. The restroom came up to my hip probably. So when you sat there, you saw the bottom half of the toilet. You saw the whole toilet with you sitting halfway there. The only thing they didn't see is from your chest up. So I said, what's the point? I just don't understand it. And then we go to the hotel. I'm quoting here. Hotel. And it's supposed to be the best, cleanest hotel. We went there. It looked like a, a building that was meant for cabins. Because mm. each room had like seven to eight bunks. Okay. With one bathroom. I said, this is not a hotel. This is another cabin. So we had a bunch of adults in each room. And the whole time I'm really just thinking, where am I going to go to the restroom? I can't bomb one bathroom because seven or eight to 14 people are sharing the one bathroom. So I was like, ah. So uh, during that time, our youth pastor was with us. And... uh, (laughs) And I told him, I said, man, everybody took the spot already. So he's like, hey, uh, nobody's sleeping on top of my bunk. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to put my stuff up there. So I put my stuff up uh, on top of the bunk and I went somewhere. And then I came back. Somebody took my bunk. I said, who puts their stuff on top of my stuff? So I was like, oh, my goodness. So I'm still and again, during the whole time, I'm still looking for the restroom. So I went to the boys cabin to check it out and check out the restroom and the restroom, I think it had curtains, at least that. Mm. So I said, oh, okay, I'm going to do curtains. So I went and then the whole time I'm just thinking to myself, this is horrible. Somebody lied to us. So as we're driving back and uh, uh, mind you, this the, the one where the hotel is, where most of the adults and young adults uh, were sleeping or staying at, there was this one huge tree in front and people were parking around it, getting shade and good parking. Again, I'm quoting here, good parking or the best parking. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, one of them, uh, I won't name his name, but he's from our church and he parked there. He said, Chai, look at this. I got the best parking. I said, you know what? You do. That's before. Now, that was earlier. As I was driving by, are you pastor? And I see a little people coming out say what's so something was going on like a little bit of commotion or something and i said what's going on this tree branch just fell on his truck i said no way <laughs> for real <laughs> so i was like okay you want me to go get somebody and so i was like they're like yeah yeah so they went to go get brother C- uh, brother um Un- brother unnamed brother yeah. from the church and i went to uh there was a building next so i just pulled pulled into it and Talked to somebody, looks like an office in there. And I said, hey, you know, it looks like one of the branches fell on one of our um, trucks, a vehicle. And she said, oh, really? I was like, yeah, matter of fact, it's right here across the street from us. You can look it from the window. And she went to look at the window. I was like, oh, okay, I'll call, and you know, our um, manager, supervisor, or whoever, you know, whoever's in charge. So they did. And I went out there, and the brother was out there, and 
his mother-in-law was out there and a couple other people. And after the couple of people left, it was just me, him, and his mother-in-law. Out of nowhere, I started breaking out laughing uncontrollably. Just laughing to in point of tears to the point where his mother-in-law was looking at me like, what's so funny? Is he crazy? And I told the brother, I was like, I'm sorry, it's not funny, but this is too funny. And he said, I mean, I want to laugh too, but I can't right now. It's my truck. And I said, this is just too funny. So what happened is that I, I laughed for probably about 15 minutes straight in tears. And I said, why I laughed? Because it reminded me of the movie The Money Pit. Mm-hmm. The Money Pit where when they buy this great house. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch that movie. Tom Hanks, The Money Pit. And they bought this great, huge mansion and they were going to remodel it. But everything was going wrong with the house that could go wrong and there's this one scene where he was pouring water into the uh tub and as he was pouring water the floor gave way and the (laughs) and the tub fluffed through the floor and they just looked down and tom hanks looked and started laughing (laughs) uncontrollably and his fiance just looked at him like what happened or what's going on why are you laughing it's not funny but he was just laughing so hard and it, it gave me that thought where i just couldn't stop laughing and the funniest thing now, it fell on his truck, the hood of his truck, and part of the AC. Mm-hmm. And now, after I got done laughing, and I said, man, I bet you the AC's broke too. I was like, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. So we went to go fishing <clears throat> because there was a fishing tournament. So we drove down from maybe about a quarter mile to a third of a mile, somewhere around there, uh, to their lake. And we went out there. Supposedly, we were going to be able to swim in that lake. Come to find out, we couldn't because overgrown algae. Mm-hmm. So we just went fishing, and they had a fishing tournament, and uh, that was it. And then when we came back, you see, this is, um, you know, took all these kids out fishing and whatnot, right? So come back, I drove back, and I see the brother out there, and he said, Chai, come here. You won't believe what happened, but you probably would believe it. I said, let me guess. The AC is broke. He said, yes. The AC, the, the tree branch that barely fell on it, is broken too. I said, I knew it. He's like, yes. We went inside. We got no air. <laughs> so they're over there replacing it right now. I said, oh my goodness. This is the best camp ever, huh? Y'all hyped it up for everything. And it turned out to be probably the worst camp we've been to. I said, we're... and. <laughs> By the way, the camp didn't even pay for uh, the brother's truck because they said the tree had to be a dead tree. But he was like, the branch was dead. That's why it fell. But he never got paid for it or fixed for it or compensated for it. But he said, I'm never going back there again. I said, I can't blame you. Nobody's going back there. So that was probably the most memorable uh, camp experience besides this last one, which I rolled my ankle. And... uh, if you don't mind, I'll talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. The funniest part. I was chasing a brother. Go tell him, hey, let's go get stuff from the van and take off all these luggage and and uh, band equipment <clears throat> because our band was leading camp. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I was chasing after him after they, they dismissed uh, devotional groups. And there was this step outside, one step outside. It was a pretty high step. And I stepped off it from the left side. But the ground was uneven. I didn't see that. So the side of my left foot hit the ground. Instead of rolling down, it rolled inwardly. So I, I you know, my ankle gave way through this heavy weight of mine. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and then I heard, you know, I felt things pop and snap. And as I fell, 
you know, the, the brother was over here laughing at me. And I grabbed onto my ankle because I was so much in pain. And I looked at him. I said, I want to laugh too, but I can't. My face won't let me right now. I'm hurting so bad. So, and he quit laughing. And like, oh, it's serious. I was like, I think so. I can't let go of my ankle because this hurts so bad. And I was like, do we need to go get a nurse? I contemplated for a good maybe 10 seconds. I was like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so they got a nurse and they said, looked at it. And I finally was able to let go. I was hurting so bad, though. And uh, uh, another, the activity coordinator came and said, hey, let me get you up. I said, hey, I'm pretty heavy now. <laughs> and he said, I got you. <laughs> he got me, pulled me up. He said, oh, yeah, you're pretty heavy. <laughs> I said, I told you, cuz, this dead weight right now. Anyway, so he, uh, I got up, and I couldn't put any weight on it, so I was hopping around. It was my left ankle, and uh, the brother was like, hey, let's go to the cafeteria, get some ice, and see what not. You know, this is after the nurse came, wrapped it up, gave me some ibuprofen or something for it or uh, rubbed some Asian medicine on it. Mm. Anyway, and I was hopping for maybe about, maybe a few yards. And I said, I can't do this no more. My leg is giving out. <laughs> my, I'm exhausted. And he's like, all right, let me carry you. This dude puts out an arm like he's about to carry me like a female. I said, no, I'm jumping <laughs> on your back. And, and he said, oh, okay. So I was like, all right, get ready, cuz. So I jumped on his back. And he's like, oh, leg day. I said, probably so. <laughs> So he took me, and then right before we got to the cafeteria, there was some some uh, kids from our group saying, "Ah oh, man, he's just faking it. He just wanted him to carry carry him." I said, "You're right. I want to ride on a grown man's back. I don't want to walk." Anyways, so that that was probably the uh, one of the other most memorable camp experience. Hey, you made uh, the best out of it. Yeah, FYI, I did get two hairline fractures from it. <laughs> So, yeah, that was it, bro. Yeah. So, well, okay. All right. So, this actually concludes the episode that I'm editing. Or now I'm going to add in Jai's part uh, of the current next episode um, that will feature uh, the conver- the ongoing conversation between myself, our, fa- our friend Philip, and, and, and Jai as well. So, um, if you made it this far into the podcast, I thank you for listening all the way. So until next time, I'll catch you later. God bless you. Blessings. Bye-bye.